Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, man. Wow. What a week. What a week for the New York Jets. What a week for this football team. A lot of things we have going on, a lot of things that we're preparing for. We've had a big injury to Carl Lawson. We're going to t- discuss that. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. But listen, before we get everything going, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. I'm fired up. As fired up as I could be, you know? Fired up as I could be. I'm also on iTunes as well, at the Long Beach Joe, Long Beach Joe Show. Please go on your boys' iTunes. Subscribe to my iTunes. That's where the audio gets uploaded for the podcast as well. Hey, man, while you're over there on my iTunes, why don't you, you know, after you subscribe, leave your boy a rating. Give me a five-star rating, guys. You know, I really enjoy your feedback as well. Leave some comments, too. Salute to Mr. Magic. Uh, you know, everybody that comments, I'll hit you. You know, I'll give you a shout-out. Salute to Mr. Magic. Giving me a nice, uh, you know, iTunes uh, little comment there about how much he enjoys the program. Leave me some feedback on there. Tell me, you know, your thoughts about the program, how you feel about it, how much you like it, all that stuff. I'll read that stuff, and it's, it's very motivating, but it's also, you know, letting me know, hey, what I'm doing is connecting with you folks, because that's why we do this. So, also, I'm on uh, Block Talk Radio as well. You guys can tell this is, uh, man, we got a lot to talk about with the New York Jets. I'm also on Block Talk as well. Uh, that's Long Beach Joe Show on Block Talk Radio. Uh, you can go there. You can listen to me as there. I, I live stream as well while I, I'm live on Blog Talk Radio as well. For the, so for those of you that are listening to me on Blog Talk, I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? I'm on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube. Please come over to Long Beach Joe Jets YouTube. Subscribe to that YouTube. Turn on your notifications. Give my videos a thumbs up. So, you know, and also, again, when you subscribe, turn on those notifications so when I post content, you folks are in the know. You know what I'm saying? I love connecting with people. Love going back and forth. Love exchanging ideas about this football team. But, man, there's quite a bit to discuss. So now with that put to the side, boy, oh, boy, what a week, huh? <laughs> the New York Jets, uh, <laughs> we've had our, we find ourselves in quite a position, quite a situation. I'm going to start straight off with this. The most, the most phenomenal player I think we saw so far in camp has been who? It's been Carl Lawson. We were super excited to, to sign him this offseason. Everybody was just, once we made that signing, everybody said, this is the right direction. We knew that we had a guy in the building now that could do something that we had not seen here, done here correctly in years, right? We were all hyped. We all said to ourselves, this is the first pass rusher we've had since John Abraham. Every other team in the league has, that's competing, that's done things, that's constantly in the search for playoff hunts or a team that are building and trying to find guys that they can be kind of cornerstones of their, of their football team. Every one of those teams have guys that are pass rushers, guys that can get after it. And we finally believed that we had found ours, man. We finally found our guy. We got our guy in the building. He signed. We go into the offseason. We signed other guys as well, but he was one of the guys we were the most excited about. 
We go into camp. We hear nothing but good things about him, left and right, right? All the things that he's doing, how phenomenal he looks. He's beating, you know, a lot of our offensive linemen. We'll get to that in a second as well. And then yesterday, we get the news. Carl Lawson goes down in practice. He gets carted off. They call it a leg injury. Now everybody's, you know, sitting back hoping, wishing, you know, please don't let it be the leg injury that we think it's going to be. Then the reports come out that he says, you know, Carl Lawson said himself that he heard a pop before he went down. That wasn't good. We were like, oh, no. Then the reports come that he's going to get an MRI, and we're going to, you know, we're waiting on the MRI to come back, and we'll figure out how things go. MRI comes back. Carl Lawson has ruptured his Achilles, and he is out for the season. Man. This is a blow. It's a blow. A lot of Jets fans are hurt. A lot of them are down. You know, I, I absolutely feel bad for Carl Lawson. I think that this guy's an amazing dude. He's a good dude. You can tell from the time that we signed him, that guy was all about the Jets and Jets fans. I mean, you constantly saw that big smile and, you know, a lot of <laughs> just great stuff that he was doing out there. And then to hear, you know, that he ruptured his Achilles, he's going to be out for the season. Now, here's the deal with me. I'm a positive person. I'm a guy that looks at the, looks at the situation in glass half full, right? You know? It sucks that Carl's gone for the season, but when you look at the situation with him, he's a young guy. I think he'll definitely be able to rehab well, you know, and he's going to be able to come back. Now, this is something that may take a little bit of time for him to come back and get to a full 100% strength because, again, you know, especially when you're rupturing your Achilles, that's a full football season. Then you got to rehab. Then you got to come back, and then you have to trust your body, you know. That takes a little bit of time for some players. But him, with his will, and he even put out a message where he talked about, hey, you know, keep your heads up because I'm going to keep my head up as well. This is nothing to me. I'm going to fight. I'm going to get back, and I'm going to do what I can. I'm just paraphrasing there. So I believe that Carl will come back, and, and, and we'll see him, and he'll be able to do his thing on this defense. You know, so I'm wishing him nothing but the best. I want him to get a speedy recovery, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to be screaming and yelling while he's out on the field next season. I can't wait to see it. I know that he's going to be able to come back from this bigger and better than ever. So salutes to Carl. Just know that I'm wishing you a speedy recovery, and I can't wait to see you out there. Now, with Carl removed from the situation, right, we're looking at this season now, and a lot of Jets fans have their heads hanging down, and I understand it. I get it. It sucks. This hurts. Because one of the things that we talked about on this program constantly was going into this preseason and coming out of this preseason healthy, we wanted that, and now we've lost one of our bigger guys. Guess what? This is going to be a test for us. It's going to be a test for the coaching staff. Can you make adjustments? Robert Suller is a guy that I, I, was, I raved about once we signed him. He wasn't one of, the, one of the guys that was initially in my top guys, but the second that we signed him, one of the things that I immediately came here and said is, listen, I watched the Niners. I watched him work with a lot of players that a lot of people did not believe in. I watched, we watched the Niners deal with a lot of injuries. They played us, had a ton of players injured, and spanked us, destroyed us in that football game. And they had guys that went down during the game, and they had big-time injuries before the game. All that season, I'm forced to watch the Niners. I live on the West Coast. I watched him make adjustments to his scheme. I watched him make adjustments to make sure that guys would be able to come in and be successful. 
I watched him take guys that people did not believe in and thought could never do any decent thing in this league, put them in his scheme, utilize them effectively, and have them produce at some point. So I have faith that the coaching staff will step up and do some of the same things here. It's also another challenge as well to the players. The NFL is a a league full of next man up. That's what it's all about in this league. If a guy goes down, you have to step up. You have to step up. And we've talked about a bunch of guys on this show, a bunch of them, okay? We've talked about guys like John Franklin Myers. We've talked about guys, you know, Vinnie Curry. Of course, when he comes back, we're looking for him to step up as well. Huff, right? Huff is the guy that we're looking at right now. We've all been excited about him all offseason, right? Throughout the preseason, we've been excited about everything that he's been doing. He's going to get more time out there. We're going to see guys like Rankins. Again, Quentin Williams coming back. He's getting into the fold. Nathan Shepard, Fadukasi, guys like uh, Rasheed Jr., this young kid that's really sprung out that we're excited about. All these guys are going to have to step up in the absence of Carl Lawson, and they're going to have to continue forward and make plays. Because as we continue moving on towards this season, there's not one team that's going to go, Carl Lawson's out, we better take it easy on the Jets. No one's going to do that. We've got to go out there, and we've still got to play. Also, guys like Blair and Zuniga as well. I know a lot of people have a lot to say about Zuniga. This is his chance. He's got to step up. So as much as we're hurt about Lawson, we've got to continue forward. We've got to play for him, man. It sucks. It really does suck. But this is going to be a test, and this is going to be a challenge to the mental toughness and the will of this New York Jets football team. And I think we have guys that can really step up and be put in places to really play well and do what they need to do for this football team to take a step forward. So we're going to be talking about that. Again, the number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We're going to be discussing and getting a reaction from a lot of Jets fans. I know a lot of people are hurt. I know a lot of Jets fans are, you know, really taking it tough, and it sucks. Now, before I get to the line, I also want to cover this issue with Makai Becton. That was another thing to come out of this camp as well. We got Mike LaFleur. He comes out and makes some comments. He says Makai's going through some things right now. He's not playing his best, and he knows that. He didn't have a training camp last year. He didn't have OTAs last May and June. I've got all the confidence in, I've got all the, confidence in the world in Makai because, one, I know how talented he is, two, He's a good dude, and he's going to work through all this stuff. We've been seeing constantly, you know, we've been hearing reports, we've watched it, that Makai and Lawson, when Lawson was out there, that Makai was definitely at his hands full with Lawson. He even thanked Lawson for continuing to push him. Well, a lot of these practices with the, with the Packers, and we'll be talking about that tonight as well, listen, the Packers' pass rush was getting after it, after it. And I'm not panicking at this point because, again, this is preseason. You know, this is practice. This is what it's for. But I'll tell you what, the last practice that the Packers and Jets had, the Packers had seven sacks. I, I, I'm not panicking. That's not what I'm doing. Don't hit me up in my DM saying, Joe, you sound like I'm not panicking. All I'm saying is they had seven sacks. That's all I'm saying. And so we're watching Makai really get tested. Now, there's a lot of speculation about Makai. Some people have talked about his weight. 
that he was out of shape and all these other things. Listen, we all saw videos. We all saw everything that he was doing. We saw in the day that he was coming to camp, Makai did not look like he was out of shape at all. He didn't. That guy actually looked very thin. So I don't know where the out of shape stuff came from, but we've clearly seen things to the contrary. There's some talk about the, the plantar fasciitis possibly still bothering him, which maybe it is. Who knows? Again, when we, you know, when he initially had that, we thought he was going to miss a, you know, a little bit more time. I know people that have had that before, and let me tell you, it can definitely reactivate and give you some issues. So we'll see how what happens going forward, man. There's been a lot of talk about why he may or may not be playing as well as some people think initially. Well, boy, this has been tough. But at the end of the day, I think that Makai's going to get it together. This is just preseason. This is just practice. We saw him come out last year and literally be the best offensive lineman that we had on the line. He's phenomenal. He's a big guy. He's unbelievably physical. He's brutal when it's time to be. I think he'll be all right. I just think he's working through the kinks, and again, this is a different scheme. It's a different scheme. So he's out there learning, figuring the things out that he needs to do. But he'll get it together. I have faith in Makai Beckton. I understand why some are a little bit concerned right now. I get it. But I think he'll he'll work through his stuff. So, listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, call in. We are taking all callers. And let me tell you, we are talking everything about the Jets tonight. We're discussing, you know, the practices. We're discussing the upcoming game against the upcoming preseason game against the Packers and the struggle. So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, call in. Also, as well, during my, during my shows, you know, for those of you that are just listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, I'm also on Long Beach, Joe Jets, that's YouTube. I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they are savage. They get after it, okay? They absolutely get after it. So we'll be coming to them as well. I know a lot of people are going to throw a lot of questions as well in, into, the, into the chat. The savages are going to go off. So we'll be coming to them as well. You can also hit me in the super chat, too. If you don't want to hit me in the super chat and you just want to donate through my cash app, that's right there in the bottom of the screen. So please give if you like to give if you like to. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers again. When you call in, cause I have a lot of new callers, please be patient. Okay. We're going to get to everybody. Don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. You're putting a cue. I can see you. Okay, if you call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, you just go to the bottom of the line. That's what happens. All right. So it's time to get to these lines. First call I'm starting with is 732-732. I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. It's always good to speak to you. Give me your thoughts about this Carl Lawson injury, man. How are you feeling right now? Hey, Joe. Well, Tonight's show is basically a Jets group therapy session for everything involved yeah. that we learned with Carl Lawson and everything that's gone on this week. The only silver lining I can say about this is it happened at the position of the team that's the strongest and has by far the most depth. So at least, you know, I mean, obviously we had no dominant edge like him uh, mm-hmm. before he came here. And obviously no one's going to replace that caliber, but at least, this scheme makes it very easy for people to not think when rushing the passer. That's what everyone says. It's just you just go as soon as the 
play is, is called. So I think that's going to make people get home quicker, even on the interior. So I think both sides are going to be okay. And I think on the edge, you know, you're probably going to see a lot of uh, John Franklin Myers and Bryce Huff, um, which Bryce Huff, I think anyway, maybe was going to start anyway opposite Carl Lawson. But I think the other spot's going to be okay. I think there's going to be a couple of guys that they're going to rotate. You got Ronald Blair, which I don't know how much he really has experience-wise, but he knows that Shanahan and uh, solid scheme from the 49ers. Vinny Curry's eventually going to come back, you know, probably week two or or so. But, like, overall, the point I'm trying to make is at least it wasn't at, you know, linebacker or offensive line, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Dak Wilson or something like that. Look, I I, I get it. Um, And, again, again, I want to thank you for calling it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, and, and and I get it. Like I said, I you know, I'm 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 a big Jets fan, just like everybody calling in and everybody listening right now. I love this team, and it sucks because he was definitely one of the guys that I was like, well, I can't, I couldn't believe that we got him. To be completely honest with you, I mean, you go back yeah. to the to the shows, you know, I don't think anybody was even really any Jets fan was really thinking about Carl Lawson signing here because we were just like, you know, we're not used to getting guys like that, you know, guys that can come yeah. in at pass rusher and make big time, you know, impact immediately. So it sucks, but like you said, um, you know, and I spoke to a lot of different people. I looked at the situation myself and I said, hey, you know, we got other guys that need to step up, and you brought up some of those names. Bryce Huff, Vinny uh, Curry, when he comes back, you're looking at guys like John Franklin Myers at this point, and you're saying, hey, you guys are going to get more time. And, again, we're not even – you didn't even mention guys like Quentin Williams who's coming back. He's working himself back into the fold, right? Yep. So when he comes back, we're going to have – you know, we have a solid group of defensive linemen. And so we should still be able to put some type of pressure on the corner on the, on the quarterback. We still should be able to get after, you know, people constantly. Um, again, like you said, nobody is the, the class of Lawson, you know, but we got guys and we've got depth so they can, you know, fire at guys. Rasheed Jr., all these guys that, you know, we, we, we're hoping to really throw at guys and really put things together. And you brought up something great, and that's what, that's what I was going to speak to as well is the coaching staff, that this is a test for them. Uh, when you look at this situation, do you believe that Sulla is going to be able to coach up some of these guys and have them really getting after the passer and doing their thing? Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. I mean, everyone says, even on the offense, it's a lot of just instinct and go. Um, you know, obviously, I think we're going to be a lot of ground and pound on the offensive side of the ball. But even when yeah. Jack's going to be passing the ball, it's going to be scheming guys open. He's not going to have to play hero ball like Sam did. And I don't blame Sam for it. I think his mind was so screwed up for various reasons. And he felt pressure because he know he knew like how much pressure was on him and the rest of the team was yep. helping him. But I think Zach's going to have such automatic releases where he's like, oh, boom, that guy's open. Oh, boom, that guy's open. I, I don't think it's going to be him in third and nine, like every Adam Gase, Frank Gore uh, on first and second down, uh, like Sam had to go through. But, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think I think Wilson at, at worst is going to be in, like, in mid-third downs most of the time. I think the running game is really going to be strong this year to help him out. Yeah, yeah. And even, even just going back to the defense for a second, and, and I love what you talked about with the offense, when you look at the loss of Carl Lawson, uh, like you said, coach, you know, Guys, because uh, like I believe as well, I think Sullivan's going to be able to coach a lot of those guys on defense up and have them flying around. But could you see us utilizing blitzes maybe more than we would have if Lawson was on the field? Could you see us using the blitz more to get after the quarterback, you know, just in case our pass rush isn't getting there, like we saw with Rex, where he would draw up a lot of exotic blitz? Do you think that that's something that Sullivan would be able to do as well to make an effect on defense and get after the quarterback? I think, um, you know, you might see that, but I'm, I'm, I don't – 
think that's going to be a primary aspect of the defense. I think they're still going to do their base four man rush most of the time, uh, but if needed, mm-hmm. I think no doubt you'll you'll see it sometimes. But I don't think it's going to be the priority. I think it's going to be maybe like a quarter of their overall playbook might be like that, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. So going to the offense, because you talked a little bit about Zach Wilson and what do you think he's going to be able to do? What are your expectations of him in this Packers game? Because last last game. We saw against the Giants, he got a quarter and a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of the second quarter a little bit to show us something. Are you expecting more, uh, you know, uh, are you expecting him to push the ball downfield a little bit more against the Packers? Are you expecting more, you know, kind of play-action pass? What are you expecting from Zach Wilson in this football game as far as what can possibly be schemed up for him? Well, I I think – Salah said he's probably going to play, you know, two to three more series in addition than what he did last game. So it's like, you know, maybe like a yep. half or five series total, something like that. Um, so basically I think the first drive or two is going to be like we saw last week, like, you know, get him warmed up, get him in a rhythm, get his confidence up, rely mm-hmm. on the running game. And then maybe, you know, maybe on the third or fourth series overall when he's warmed up, maybe you'll see some 20, 30 yard passes. Like when it makes sense, don't just do it for no reason. Like even though it's the preseason, make sure like, you know, he knows when it's smart to do these things. But, yeah, I think yeah. he'll get warmed up first, and then we'll see a couple, you know, highlight throws eventually. Uh, and the Packers are, you know, they're, they're one game away from the Super Bowl last year. So they're not playing yeah. a lot of starters at all this entire preseason. They say, for the most part, I think LaFleur, from the Packers, not our LaFleur, he even said, like, 45 of our 53 is already decided. These eight guys are just going to compete in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. How concerned are you about the, the struggles that Makai Beckton has? Because, again, the Packers, they've got some guys that can get after the passer. And, again, you know, we know that they're not going to be playing full games, but they're still going to put some of those guys out there. How concerned are you about some of the struggles that Makai Beckton has had, even things that LaFleur came out and talked about? I'm really not too concerned with Makai because, number one, he hasn't played a regular season snap this year yet. It, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he, and he played fine in the series uh, in the preseason. I, granted, you know, it was the second team D-line rushing him, but, you know, he, he, he had a very good pro football focus and blocking uh, during that preseason game. And like I said, you know, mm-hmm. the season hasn't started yet. And the thing that's funny about the Jets, you, you know how, like, we always win the offseason. We always kill it in the preseason. Well, maybe it's good that we're having some uh, – adversity like you mentioned now because I maybe it'll make us stronger and sharpen the knife for the regular season I mean like how many times are we so overhyped in the preseason like in the past like I don't know if you remember Joe the best offense I ever saw in the Adam Gase era was the second or first preseason game I don't know if you remember that the preseason offense looked great I don't know why Mm -hmm. that preseason offense was better than anything I saw yeah no I remember do you remember the two-back system he used to run with uh I forgot who uh, it was. Bilal Powell and I, I forgot uh, Montgomery. Uh, you remember that two-back system they were running all throughout that preseason? And then we got into the season, we never saw it again. <laughs> I yeah, I was that, like, like that, because yeah. we were raving about it, and it oh my we God. never saw it during yeah. the season ever again. It was insane. Yeah, and, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. I remember that preseason because we were all saying, "Hey, the Jets are coming out. They start fast. Our offense looks like it's fast. We were scoring a lot of the time on our first drive." And then we came into the season, and we saw none of that. We saw the Adam Gaze that I, I knew he was. So, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. that's what I'm saying. I, I, think, I think it's probably good having it the other way around for once. Maybe, you know, yeah. it, the, for change to happen, we need to see a total of things uh, different that we're not used to. And we're not used to this uh, this yeah. early in the year. So I think it's actually going to be good for us. Yeah, yeah. So 
to kind of close it up, man, because I got to get back to these lines with you. My final question sure. is: When you look at the situation, what player on offense do you believe is on the bubble at this point for the New York Jets? What is the guy that you're looking at? Where you're saying, "Hey, if you don't have a solid game in this preseason game, you could be on your way out the door." He didn't help his case uh, this week in Green Bay either. I think Chris Herndon is a lot closer to being cut than people think. I know the depth chart came out. He was initially one. But I think realistically yeah. all the tight ends are 1A, B, C, and D. Like none of them are, uh, you know, outmanning the, any of the others or standing out much. But, he, you know, Douglas didn't draft Chris Herman either. And he, I heard he dropped the ball like four times in, uh, yeah. you know, the preseason. I, he dropped like four, the ball four times in Green Bay in the last two days. So, like, it, 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 I don't know. I, I think it's, it's – it's I think it's inevitable if he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, listen, this was a phenomenal call from you. Studio, give him a hand, audience. Give him a hand in the studio. I like him brought to yeah. oh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Not too much. Y'all get a little carried away. Not too much, studio audience. Slow down. You know what I'm saying? He's a good guy. I like it. Listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Of course, man. I, I love talking to you, and, uh, yeah, have a great night. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to keep it moving again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. This is a tough time. We understand Carl Lawson has gone down for the season. We're going to be discussing this again. Please, uh, you know, hit the super chat if you'd like to. If you don't want to hit the super chat, you can hit the cash app. Feel free. You know, whatever you can give is greatly appreciated. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to keep it moving. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty, man. I got to hear from Rusty. Rusty, salute. I'm going to thank you for calling in, my friend. Give me your thoughts about this injury to Carl Lawson, man. How are you feeling about it? What kind of impact do you think this has on the New York Jets defense not having him for this entire year? What's up, brother? What's up, Savages? Love you all. Gangrene for life. Okay. Talk, <laughs> talk about it. Hold on, Rusty. Rusty call. <laughs> I call it with that energy, Rusty. Talk about it. Let me know. Calling in. I, I you know, I, I, I did, you know, my downplay last night. Did a lot of thinking, heavy hearting and stuff. And, of course, losing Lawson. I almost cursed. My bad. Almost happened. <laughs> like, okay, watch you know, watch it, it's, it's a, it's a Debbie, it's a, it's a Debbie, it's a Debbie Downer, no doubt. But um, I, I look at it this way, and a lot of a couple of people that I was talking with in like the YouTube chats, and you know things that we were having last night too, and then that other guy that you had on before too. I forget his name. Seven three two. That's what I know him by. Good dude. Sounds legit. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I just view it as. We got to take it. It sounds shitty, sucky to say, but um, mm-hmm. imagine if we didn't dra- well didn't get Lawson, and then mm-hmm. look at it with like our puzzle pieces are with Sala. I-, I think we're pretty good, and I guarantee you that Warrior speech he gave that the the media doesn't know about, we don't know about, is like, look, gentlemen, we lost, you know, R.I.P. Coach Knapp. We lost Lawson. The media hates us. Things Zach ain't worth a yeah I'm, I'm holding back mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, you know you, when you view it like that it's like you know 
it's like, why, you know, we still have, I don't want to start, you know, naming that type of things and stuff, but it's like, yo, puff your chest out, you know, like get yeah. up and here we go. And there's a different fire to it too. It's sad to say that I'm old enough to say, but you know, I loved it when Parcells was there. Uh, I loved it when Rex was there. Uh, you know, even Coach Grubb, believe it or not. You know, ten and four, and then everybody likes to doubt him and shit, the stuff. But what? Well, watch it, watch it. There's a different, there's a different type of fire and a different type of trust that I feel when I see JD, Coach Sala, how everybody's coming together, how everybody is reacting. I have more faith in us than we did with Rex, with Parcells, and that whole spiel. So it's. You know, we we got blessed last year by that wasted gaze case and baptism by fire, and you know it might be a little bit of the same. And you know, it's buckle it up, here we go, Buttercup. And uh, yeah, look, look, Rusty, and again, please watch your language. It's a family show. You know, what I'm saying yeah, I don't want. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I bud. Love, I tried. I love, I love watching. <laughs> okay, I understand. It's a tough time. It's a tough time. You know, as Jets fans, and it sucks. But like you said as well. You know, and I, I talked a little bit about it earlier. Nobody in the NFL is going to look at the New York Jets and go, you know, hey, they lost Lawson. We better take it easy on them. They're still going to come out and give us, you know, their best effort. Every single week there's yeah. going to be a team coming out and saying, hey, we got to make sure we take care of this football team. This is a football team that is serious. They're full of guys that have talent. You know, even though we're a young team, they're not going to let up on us. So when I look at this roster, and this is something I want to ask you, with Lawson yep. being gone, Who's a guy that you're looking at and you're saying, or maybe more than one guy that you're looking at on this roster defensively, and you're saying to yourself, yeah, this is a guy that I'm excited about that can come in and give us some production, kind of in the same way that Lawson could. Not saying that they're on his level, just saying, hey, this is a guy. Is it a guy like John Franklin Myers? Are you looking at Huff? Uh, I mean, are you looking yeah. at a guy like, you know, Rashid? Who are you looking at? And you're saying, hey, this is a guy that if coached up and put in the right position could give us some pass rush as well. Um, um, I, I love that you said that, Joe, and it's my boy, JFM. I love him since day one. He's, you know, Let's pin talk. your ears back. He's perfect for Salah and not saying anything, you know, bad about Lawson, but I guarantee, uh, you know, not mean to go by that Joe Willie thing, but I guarantee you that JFM is going to bless the league. I guarantee mm. that. And then you, you put Huff in there, you throw Davis in the mix. Mosley running around, and you have the Dean of Me and Nozzle Dean. Like you're, you're yeah. still gonna, you're still gonna pay the piper, you know, NFL. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. You, yeah. You, you know, it's not gonna be a cakewalk. And if you think that's so, and I love what Mosley said, and I can't quote him because it is a family show, but you will be yeah. blessed yeah. if you take the Jets lightly. To put, you know, yeah. in an almost his full statement. So yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I hear you, man. It's all about. Next man up, it's about guys fighting. Like you said as well, uh, John Franklin Myers, I think he's amazing. I think he's amazing. He's a guy that definitely I think he's going to be able to put things together for us this year. Um, I'm looking at Bryce Huff. I'm looking at guys like Rasheed yep. Jr. as well to get after it. Uh, Fadu Kasi is a guy that I think is going to be stout. He's going to hold up the middle. But also Rankins, too. Rankins is a guy that can yeah. the pocket, too. So and I think we'll see. That's we, absolutely. We and you got to watch out for Zuniga, too. Zuniga's freaking yep, nasty yep. and everybody yep. keeps on sleeping on him too so yeah that, that's all i'm looking at that. you're right rusty you yeah and and that's it Foreman that's that's it yeah yep. i'm, I'm yep. not on that you know chandler jones bag wagon i, I you know i want to keep in house 
So yeah, there, I know a lot of people are screaming about that as well, making a move for Chandler Jones. But we got a lot of no, guys. not so worth the drastic. No way. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at this situation, because I want to go to the offense with you real quickly before I let you go, but you look at the situation offensively. What are your thoughts about Makai Becton and a lot of the struggles that he's been having? There's a lot of talk about it. LaFleur's come out and said, <laughs> made some comments as well. What are your thoughts about it? Are you panicking like some of the Jets fans are? Hell no. I love my guy, Makai. And, and nope. what it is is, like, look what good old Bill did. That, you know, I, I can't stand him, but if there's one thing that I've learned, it's from that. You, you, you bring out, like, what you think is going to be the worst in people. Let them take it lightly. And if people think that, yeah. like, look at him for last year, you know? All right. What will he do? He just threw people out of the way and did his, you know, yep. he did his job. And now, yeah. you know, he's got his, his foot things that he has to deal with and, you know, maybe things on the side that we're not too familiar with. But I'll tell you what, the man's demeanor is what it is, and you yep. take him lightly, you're going to get blessed as well. And yep. I love for the, our coaches to come out and say that because it's like, you know what, go ahead, take him lightly. Get pancake, yep. you know. Where I hop, what's yep. up, bro? You know, <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so I, it, it is what it is. I'll put some syrup on there yep. too. You know, I'll bless you. <laughs> yeah. So before I let you go, Rusty, this is my final question. Before I let you go, is when you look at this defense right now, man, what are your expectations for them against the Packers? I mean, the Packers have a very solid, you know, first team offense. You know, we're probably not going to see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers out there. Love, I think, at this point is kind of questionable. They're thinking he might go, but if he doesn't, it's probably going to be the guy after that. What are you Two. expecting from this defense now? What are you expecting to see them, you know, when they match up just the first teamers for that first probably quarter in a little bit? I think, actually, Aaron's going to show us a little respect and at least do one drive, if not two. No <laughs> more than two. I don't I don't see. I, I think so. From how he was talking with Zach and how they were holding off in practice and don't, they might. I think they're going to treat him like a legendary status. You know, don't don't go murk the quarterback in that sense. So, mm-hmm. I think he's going to give him two just to benefit the Jets because he was close with Nap too. And you know, I I, I do like Aaron. I I, I love him because he hates the media. He's a great guy. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those. But it uh, I I see him doing. And then to get back to your question, I'm sorry, I almost got off topic. But I think. I think he's going to test us in our own benefit. He might expose us mm-hmm. a little bit, but I think it's going to be good for our guys. And I think he's especially going to test Hall. If if he does okay. start, yeah. I think that he's going to target Hall on at least the first two passes that he does to try and make us okay. better in that sense. I think he has that respect. I really do. I got that okay. feeling from him, and I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. Never felt like that before in the NFL. It's kind of strange to talk about, but, you know, that is okay. what it is. Right. Listen, Rusty, I want to thank um, you for calling in, yeah. man. Thank you for giving me your takes, bro. I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, all right, my friend? I don't blame you. Love you, Joe. Gangrene for life. All right. What up, savages? Keep going. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> Again, I want to thank Rusty for calling in. Listen, everybody listening, please subscribe to the stream if you have not subscribed already and turn on your notifications. Also, give the stream a thumbs up as well. Please share. Please share the streams as well. And, again, please hit the Super Chat. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, hit the Cash App. Whatever you give is greatly appreciated. And salute to all the savages in the chat. Salute to my guy, TNO8, in the chat. Says, subscribe, y'all. Let's get Joe to 2K. Salute, salute, salute. You know what I'm saying? To everybody 
uh, watching and listening right now is greatly appreciated. We continue to talk about this Jets football team and the loss of Carl Lawson. So we're going to get back to the to the to the lines, man. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five. Six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers. And again, when you call in, please be patient. All right. So we're gonna keep going to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy Jacob. Man, I gotta talk to Jacob, bro. Jacob, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. We've been talking all night, man. I lost to Carl Lawson, ruptured Achilles. How are you feeling about this situation, my friend? What's going on, Joe. Nice to talk to you again. And. uh you know, when I first heard about it, it was just, I was walking out of my class, you know, going to our snack break, and I was like, wow, what a nice Thursday morning it's been. Nothing could ruin this day, right? You know, the sun's shining, birds are chirping, yeah. and then I see he ruptured his Achilles, and I'm like, well, that just ruined my month. <laughs> and, Man. you know, it's just, when something like that happens, like, to be honest, like, at this point in being a Jets fan, it's like it's not even like unexpected anymore. It feels like something like this happens every single season. Like the the minute we got CJ Mosley, he goes down. You know, Sam Darnold starts playing well, then he gets mono. You know, it just seems yeah. like every year they're just we're always troubled with all these injuries. And to be honest, like these joint practices, I just it seems like it's just really setting teams up for injuries because I get you're trying to get better and play against other players you haven't seen before. But when you're playing against other teams, they obviously don't go as easy on you in terms of tackling and stuff and blocking. Um, So to lose somebody as important and as valuable as he's been for us so far, I I was just so excited to see what he could do. I really thought he had potential to even get up to 15 sacks this season. And to see him go down like that, it just, it really sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, like you said as well, he was one of the guys that I looked at and I was like, man, I cannot wait to get into the regular season with him. I mean, damn, all throughout the off season, right? All throughout camp, everything. One of the consistent things that we've heard coming from every beat reporter about that is even at the facility during this team is man, every day Carl Lawson is making a play. Every day, if this, if if he could make sacks, right? If if, if slamming Zach Wilson on yeah. the ground would be legal, this that would have been a sack. This would have been a sack. You know, I hey, I just counted up Carl Lawson. It looks like he had three, four sacks today. You know, every single day. Oh, hey, man, he is wreaking havoc on Makai Beckton. He's really he's winning a lot of the battles and all this other stuff. Every yep. day, he was a big time standout, and we were all hyped. And then, boom, ruptured Achilles. He goes down, and. I understand it's tough for a lot of Jets fans, but I'm a guy that looks at the situation, and like you said as well, it sucked that day, you know, because you're sitting back and you're like, whoa, you know, especially when you hear about the leg injury. And then I heard about the pop. Once I heard about the pop, I was like, oh, my goodness, that definitely isn't good. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of immediately started to turn, and I said, okay, well, if he goes down, because we know how the NFL works, right? Guys get hurt all the time. Next man up. Well, if he goes down, and what you did, he ruptured his Achilles, who's the guy that we can look to or who are the guys that we can look to that can come in and make a play. And that's what I'm going to ask you, man, is when you look at this roster at this point, who's the guy that you're looking at and you're saying, yeah, Lawson is gone, but you could be a guy that could step in and kind of feel that role as a pass rusher to really get after it. I would say it's tough because a lot of people still forget that we've got Quinn and Williams on this team. Obviously he's been injured for the past you know week or two, but I think – we, his production last year without Carl Lawson was pretty tremendous. So I think getting him back is going to be nice. 
uh, now the teams know what he can really do. So I think that really sets the door wide open for a guy like Bryce Huff to come in and really be that guy off the edge who, you know, people are, I think, really sleeping on. He showed it in the preseason so far and in a lot of training camps and practices. We've heard a lot about him. And I think he's potentially that diamond in the rough type of player for us. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see we talked about Huff tonight as well. Could you see Sulla and the defensive coordinator kind of adjusting the scheme as well to maybe blitz a little bit more, utilizing the blitz a little bit more without, you know, Lawson being there, the, the if though facto pass rusher. Could you see them start to maybe send guys at the QB a little more to generate pressure that way? I definitely could. I think really the smartest way to be playing football defensively is just even I wouldn't necessarily say changing the whole scheme every week, but on a week-to-week basis, sort of making tiny little adjustments, knowing what the quarterbacks can and can't do. So obviously if it's, you know, Tom Brady back there, we don't need, you know, a QB spy or something like that. We can use that guy to blitz. Yeah. We can drop him back in coverage, knowing how patient Tom Brady is in the pocket. And if it's a guy like, you know, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, then pulling that extra guy back to be in the QB spy or whatever uh, definitely makes sense. So I think we're going to be going on a week-to-week basis, but I would love to see more blitz plays because I feel like for most quarterbacks, obviously there's those experienced uh, generational talent greats who, you know, are used to it and don't mind the pressure at all. But I think for a lot of quarterbacks in the league, having that extra guy or two coming up in your face, you know, and um, just seeing that there's another guy coming off the edge running towards you, well, for most quarterbacks, probably make them panic a little bit more, which is uh, leading them to make more mistakes. So I would definitely mm-hmm. love to see some more blitzes here and there. Obviously, if you do it every play, then it's going to become expected and teams are going to find ways around it. But I would love to see it definitely more often than we have in the past you know, couple of years or so. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to talk about the offensive side of the ball with you because there's a lot of expectations. You're looking at Zach Wilson, uh, you know, Sulla said he's probably going to get two to three series this time. What are your expectations of him, and how would you judge his progress, you know, after this game? Are you looking at it? Do you want to see him hit a certain threshold as far as yards, as far as completions? Do you, does he have to score a touchdown this week for you to be excited about it? What exactly are you kind of grading him on when you're going to watch him in this, in this uh, upcoming preseason game? Um, You know, I think I would love – I would obviously love to see an opening drive touchdown because, you know, for this team it's been too long since opening drive touchdowns were like a common thing where we're not too surprised about it anymore. I feel like now when we get opening drive touchdowns, we're like – we celebrate more than we really should be celebrating uh, for an NFL team. But So I would love to see an opening drive touchdown from him at least. Um, And then just, you know, some moving the chains first downs. couple deep shots here and there if you're going to take them might as well let it be in the preseason Uh, because he said he's Mm -hmm. experimenting with what he can and can't get away with in the NFL Um, if you're going to try taking deep shots and seeing if you can fit it through like a tight window might as well have have it happen in the preseason so I'd love to see him just take some chances and really experiment a little bit I think that's the best thing that a rookie can do yeah that's that's what I'm hoping for as well I want to see him go out there and just be confident make solid, concise decisions and not hold on to the ball too long because this Packers team, they got some guys to get after, and that kind of leads me to my next question for you is, what are you looking at, you know, you look at this offensive line now, what are your thoughts about the struggles of Mekhi Becton, and how do you think that this offensive line is going to be able to function in this upcoming preseason game? Are you concerned? Uh, I would definitely say I'm 
you know, I'm not 100% sold on the offensive line yet. Obviously, we're still putting the pieces together. We've got rookies and new guys coming in. Uh, but with Makai Becton, I feel like even with all the struggles that people have been uh, saying he's had in the past, you know, few days, obviously, Darius Smith is a very tough guy to, you know, block. He's one of the best premier pass rushers that we have in the league. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like every time we go out there and watch the Jets play, if you keep your eye on Makai Becton, I feel like he's always winning his battles. Like, I really have rarely ever seen him on live television lose a one-on-one battle. So mm. until I can really witness it happening time and time again myself, I'm not going to be too worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, look, I get it. You know, a lot of a lot of fans aren't necessarily happy, especially with LaFleur. Some of the comments that come out, with it, a lot of people are getting after Makai. But like you said, he, he's been decent. You know, he's been pretty solid so far in preseason. So we'll see how, you know, what happens going forward. So before I let you go, Jacob, because you you've had a heck of a call, when you look at this offense, what is one guy that you're looking at right now? Because, again, cuts are coming again on the 24th, and you're looking at him and you're saying right now on the offense, you're saying, hey, look, if you don't pick it up, dude, you're probably going to be your – you're probably going to find your way up out of here. There's probably going to be a man knocking at your dough pretty soon. What is the guy that you're looking on offense that you think might be on the bubble to be cut soon? That's tough because I feel like all the tight ends really have that possibility of happening. Um <laughs> I think, obviously, Chris Herndon's the one who headlines it. Uh, I mean, Tyler Croft has had some reported drops here and there. Ryan Griffin's yep. hurt now, so can he really stay on the yep. field? Kenny Aboa, I love him. I think he was a great pickup, but he's a rookie, and he's had some struggles too. Can he pick it up? Um, I feel like all four of those tight ends really have, like, a legitimate shot of losing their job. I feel like not one of them is completely safe yet. And I mm. running backs, I would say, I don't know. I don't. Did Josh Adams already get cut? Because I haven't heard anything about him in a while. No, um, he's still here. This, uh, Walter Walter was a guy that we let go, but actually Walter's on the IR okay. now, so but he's there. But yeah, yeah, yeah Adams is Adams is still Josh here. Josh Adams, I haven't heard anything about in the past in weeks, so I'm sure he's mm-hmm. probably going to be cut. Uh, I think we're really only going to end up with like three, maybe four running backs on the team, too. So one of the running backs, uh, potentially, too. But I would say mainly just all four of those tight ends really need to pick it up and show their worth because I think it's a prime opportunity for any of them now to say, I'm the guy, and just step up their game a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Jacob, this was a phenomenal call. Let me give you a hand, man, because, you know, a studio audience, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, give me a hand. Thank you. Give me a hand. You know, it's been a tough week for Jets fans. It's been, well, it's been a tough couple of days for Jets fans uh, since this injury. But, you know, what? we're, we're going to be all right. And, Jacob, this call, man, this was a solid call from you. So, listen, I got to get back to these lines. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? For sure. Have a good night, Joe. Or you have yourself a good one. Listen, Jacob calling in, I really like that. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. Listen, when you call in, I know I have a, a lot of new uh, listeners. When you call in, please call in. Wait your time online. I'll get directly to you. I can see you. There's no need for you to call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. You're in the queue. Okay? I can see you. Please be patient. We have a lot of people on the line. I respect everybody's time. I will get to everybody. 
You know what I'm saying? But please be patient, all right? And also, when you call in, please don't curse, all right? Be careful around here. Don't curse on my show. It's a family show because I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking faster we got Adam. Get your ass out of here, Adam Gaze. Get out of here. Thank goodness he is gone, man. Can you imagine another season with that guy? I, I wouldn't have been able to take it. So salutes to everybody. Salutes to everybody in the chat as well. Again, we're getting back to the lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Also, for those of you that are watching the stream, please subscribe, turn on your notifications, and like the video if you can. Also, share the stream as well, too. So we're getting to these lines. Steve, I'm getting my guy Steve. He's coming up next. Donovan, Joey, Mickey, we'll get to you in a second. But my guy Steve, I'm going to Steve, man. I'm going to Steve. I'm coming directly to you, Steve. Steve has some takes, all right? This is a guy that knows his Jets. This is a guy that understands football. I respect him. Steve, salutes. I want to thank you for coming on the show tonight. Steve, give me your thoughts about this Carl Lawson situation, the ruptured Achilles. How are you feeling right now? How are you feeling hey, about this Joe, Jets defense, well, for- the Carl Lawson being gone for the season? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, it's great to have – it's great to hear from you again. So, yeah. So now I've been waiting to now finally get my take on it. You know, yesterday, when I was at work yesterday, I was busy with a lot of things because we had a lot of things going on at my job. Then all of a sudden I finally get the chance. I look at my phone and I'm seeing what's going on with the Jets' second practice with the Packers. And then yesterday I find out the devastating news that Carl Lawson went down with a knee injury and was carted off. And I got really nervous. And honestly, I had a feeling – to my gut feeling, it was going to be a seizing-ending injury. And then when, when, I, when I did get home later on that day and when I found out the official report, when I found out that it was a, um, a tour Achilles, I knew he was done. And here is my thing about this. It is devastating that we lost Carl Lawson. I understand that the Jet fans are very upset, and I'm upset about it too. But at the same time, yeah. it's time for the next player to step up. Listen, yep. we saw players in the game against the Giants that rushed the quarterback. Let me tell you something. This defense looks a lot faster than it has been the last couple of years. And I know it's hard that we don't have Carl Lawson, and it's going to suck. But let me tell you something. It's time for the next man to step up. Is it going to be Bryce yep. Huff, John Franklin Myers, Spodakowski, with Quentin Williams coming back? You know, C.J. Mosley, we got to find that next person that's got to step up. Mm-hmm. Even that rookie in the um, third quarter yesterday, uh, in the last game against the Giants last Saturday, he even rushed mm-hmm. the, uh, the quarterback without getting touched. Let me tell you something. I think this team is still going to get it together, even though despite the fact that we lost Lawson. You know, I, I, I lo- yeah. and listen, Robert Sala has had experience with this. Remember, if anybody remembered from when he was with San Francisco last year, and San Francisco had the most injuries out of any team in the National Football League, and even though they were a 6-10 and team last year, they were still a top-10 defense, which was led yeah. by Robert Sala. And let me tell you yeah. something. Where I believe he will get this team together. You know, from everything that's happened to us this offseason, Greg Knapp getting, passing away due to the accident he had, now Carl Lawson, the media hating us. Let me tell you something. This should be something that should spark the Jets and rise them up to the occasion. 
She's bringing the fire early. You know, Steve, I love the fire that you're bringing right now. I love the call that you're having. And one of the things that you're talking about, and I've, I've been telling everybody as well, is that Sulla was the guy that was pushing that defense when they had so many injuries, so many. Uh, you know, Sheldon Thomason went down. They had Blair that went down. They were missing Richard Sherman, Jason Verrett. They had so many guys. Bosa had went down for them as well. They were missing him. They had so many guys hurt on that defense, and he was still able to plug different guys in and have them have success. And that's what I'm, my next question is for you, Steve. When you look at, you know, what we have here, like you brought up guys like John Franklin Myers and Huff, could you see the Jets adjusting their defensive scheme here to make things, you know, fit and work for our defense? Could you see the New York Jets using blitzes maybe a little bit more to get after the quarterback? Yes. And, and, you know, that's the thing. That's the kind of that Robert Sala had when he was with the 49ers. You know, and the other thing is, you know, just going back to yesterday with the whole thing with Jet fans, some of the Jet fans were saying that, oh, the season's over because we lost Carl Lawson. It's like, come on, give me a break, yeah. will you? Like, yeah. give me a break. That's crazy how they're, how they're thinking yeah. about that. I mean, unfortunately, Joe, this is the New York Jets fan base. It's a, page, it's a fan base that's had a lot of mispatience for the last many years. And listen, I know, listen, last year we went through one of the worst seasons as New York Jets fans, okay? I went through one of Ooh. the worst seasons I ever saw last year. But, you know, the thing is, though, we still have the talent on this team. We still have the yeah. talent. But the thing is right now is when you look at this, though, I mean, obviously now, you know, looking at – and then obviously the whole thing with Makai that happened yesterday. Listen, I think Makai will get it through. Yes, he's had some struggles in camp. I agree, and I've seen it before. I mean, and even during the Giants game, he did look a little rusty in the game against the Giants, but he did show a lot of good things, though, in that game. Listen, Makai's going to get it together, and he's a good dude. He will get it together. Yeah, yeah, I believe that as well. Now, listen, Steve, you're bringing the heat right now. You're absolutely bringing the heat. So my next question for you is, what are your expectations of Zach Wilson? Now he's going to get two to three series, I think Sulla said. What do you think he's going to be able to do, and how are you going to judge him? Are you going to look at yards? Are you looking at touchdowns? Are you just looking to see how competent he is? What are you looking to see out of him in this football game, and how are you going to judge you know, whether he's progressed or not? Yeah, no, the good thing was about Zach is, I mean, going into this game, you know, I do believe that Zach will definitely get two to three series in this game. I mean, the only thing is, you know, we just got to make sure that he comes out healthy at the end of the game, you know, try not for him to get banged up or get killed out there. But the thing is, you know, with Zach is, is that, you know, see him play a little bit more so we can get the experience. And let me tell you, there were at times that in the game, um, when we were when we ha- when we were with uh, with Green Bay during the last couple of days, Aaron Rodgers even praised him a lot. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the game today. And he said a lot of yep. great things about it. he watched Zach Wilson at practice. And and you know my dad, who is a big big Packers fan, we're going to watch the game tomorrow. My dad has told me that he's excited to watch Zach Wilson play. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what he does, man. I'm excited as well. I want to see him go out there and be competent be confident, you know, be decisive in his decisions, get the ball out of his hands quickly. But also I'm looking at this backup quarterback situation as well, and this is going to be my final question before I let you go, Steve, is when you look at this backup quarterback situation, you got Morgan out there who looked like he was hungry. The last time we saw him, he looked like a man on fire. 
All right? He was pushing the football downfield. But then you also have Mike White, who was efficient, a guy that just took what was given to him, kind of dinked and dunked. Who do you think is ahead in this, quarterback, in this backup quarterback battle so far? And what do you think we'll see out of them in this upcoming game? Do you think we'll see Morgan get more time? Yeah, no, I think right now Mike White is the one who is ahead of James Morgan right now in the backup quarterback battle. But the thing is, you know, mm-hmm. we I, I really want to want to see them develop too. I mean, obviously James Morgan I think is going to be excited tomorrow when he gets when he steps on the field at Lambeau Field. After all, he is originally from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and you know he is a Packer native. So I think he's going to be really excited and really motivated to get on the field tomorrow. But it's going to be exciting though. Can't wait to see the team tomorrow play. Yeah, listen, Steve, this has been a fire call for me. Give this guy a hand, man. Give him a hand, studio. I'm just in a fire call for people. Yeah, Steve, that's a lot of fire for you tonight. Listen, Steve, I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man, because you really, you really brought the energy. Hey, Joe, thank you so much, man. All gas, no break. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, I want to thank Steve for calling in tonight. Steve brought the energy, all right? Listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in, okay? We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody, okay? But please be patient. I know I have a lot of new listeners. Please don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, all right? I can see you. You're in a queue. Just hold on a second. We'll get to everybody. We respect everybody's time here. We're all Jets fans, and we're all dealing with the same thing. So I'm going to keep getting to these lines. Also, please subscribe if you have not subscribed. Please hit the thumbs up if you had not hit the thumbs up already, and turn on your notifications so when we go live on this channel or I post content, you folks will be in the know. You can hit the super chat if you like. You don't want to hit the super chat. You want to donate directly to me. Please do. My cash app is at the bottom of the screen. Every single thing you give to the stream is greatly appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. You can call in. It is on the screen. We take all callers. And do not curse when you call into my show or I'll get your ass out of here fast. I'm talking faster than we got Jamal Adams out of here. Two first-round picks never felt so good. (laughs) Now you guys can deal with them in Seattle. All right? So now I'm going to Donovan. Donovan, I'm coming directly to you. Donovan, Donovan, Donovan. Salutes, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. I hope you're feeling all right, man. We're here. We're talking about the the loss of Carl Lawson for the season. Ruptured Achilles, man. How are you feeling about it? Yeah. What up, Joe? Yeah. What's going on, man? Yeah, nah, this news uh I was at work yesterday, and one of my coworkers called me, and he's like, I don't want to tell you. He's like, but I, I'm sure you probably haven't heard yet. I'm like, what? He's like, uh, I'm like, is it Zach Wilson? He's like, nah, Carl Lawson. I was happy it wasn't Zach Wilson. I was like, we can't start off with Zach Wilson that way. I think that would be a bigger blow for the team. But, nah, Carl Lawson, come on, man. We was we, we yeah. had a, you had a show a couple of weeks ago. We were projecting how many sacks the man was going to have because there was nothing but good news coming out of that camp of, about 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 Lawson. That's you know, fact. so I was like, "Geez, we haven't had a guy since John Abraham." Like, 
don't get me wrong, like I'm 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 not upset because I love John Franklin Myers. I'm happy they were able to keep him. Bryce Huff, Fatu Kasi will get some run too. So I mean I love them guys, but they're not lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. as a Jet fan, we always get built up and then beat right back down to reality. Like the same thing happened with Mosley. Like just yeah. it's like when is it gonna be our turn? That's more so what I'm upset about than anything. Like, I think Lawson, you know, he's still young. He can bounce back. Whatever that's going to be is going to be. It's going to be a year from now before you can even think about him. So, but it's just like as a fan, yeah. you're just like, why us? Why is it always us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, listen, first off, Donovan, again, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear you. I hear that sentiment. And I, and I you know, had a bunch of discussion with a lot of Jets fans, and they were saying some of the same things like, Why? Again, <laughs> one, right. one person I was speaking to, I'm not going to put you know the name out there, but he, the only thing he said to me is, again, <laughs> again, this is happening again. And like like you said as well, you know, it always seems like something goes on here, whether it's, you know, we get a guy we're excited about, he goes down, or we're excited about a player on our team, he ends up walking away, signing somewhere else. And it's just always something with mm-hmm. the football team. But, you know, it's just Right, it's and we've had time. the injury bug for the past. Three years. Oh, it's like my goodness. This is this is crazy. And yeah, once I heard it, it, they it, reported you know, that there was a pop, my friend Pop, he 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 got both his Achilles done, and he said if you hear the pop, you're done. So I knew once they reported yeah. the pop, I was like, he's this season. That that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, I, I I heard about the pop, and immediately when I heard about the pop, I said, oh, that's not good. <laughs> I hope that's that's not good. I was hoping, you know. It was. I was hoping maybe it was you know something else, and maybe somebody misheard something. Maybe it was something else popping off in the background, and maybe they heard that. But once I heard, you know, it was a pop. I was like, oh, that does not sound good. But you know, when you look at us right now, right, because we got to continue to move forward, and it sucks to see Lawson go down. You know, but even he sent out a message saying, hey, keep your heads up. You know, don't don't put your head down. Keep your heads up. It's going to help me keep my head up. I'm going to fight, and I'm going to get back. So. I can't wait to see him on the field next season. But when we look at what we have right now defensively, and you you touched on Huff, you touched on those guys, but one of the things that I'm extremely excited about is the fact that we have this coaching staff here, right? If we didn't have Sella, I'd feel way worse about this situation because I don't think we'd have somebody that'd be able to make the adjustments, right? So when you look at this coaching staff, when you look at Sella, when you look at Albridge, our defensive coordinator, do you think they'll be able to adjust their scheme to just kind of fit what we have and make what we have here successful? Absolutely. I mean, if you think about when we played the Niners last year, we two of their DNs went down that game. And they were still mm-hmm. able to get pressure. I'm not that's not saying much because our offensive line was terrible, but they were still yeah. able to be like, okay, next man up. And that was on the fly. Here we have a couple more weeks before the first game. So, you know, you can coach these guys up and see what they're good at and everything like that. But I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, on the fly, he was able to have two guys come off the bench and they were ready to go. And I think that's just what it's going to be with this team. I think these guys are going to be ready to go. They're going to be ready to go for sure. Yeah. When you look at our cornerback situation, and you know, again, because Lawson was going to be a big part of that pass rush, now that he's gone, a lot of yep. people are looking at the situation saying, ah, we may not be able to get after the quarterback and attack as much. How much concern does that put for you in our quarterback situation? Because there's a lot of concern or question marks there. Right. I mean, that's that's really what you think about when you think of Lawson. It's like, okay, we don't have the best secondary to begin with. 
and we have young mm-hmm. we're young at the corner position with guys like still needing to develop or second year guys and uh you're just like, all right, well, that's why we brought Lawson in to bring, you know, bring a pass rush and not have to blitz the, the linebackers and everything, drop them into coverage because Mosley is a great coverage linebacker. You know, you can hide mm-hmm. some of the flaws. Now it's going to be interesting if you can still generate the same type of pass rush. I think they'll, I think they'll still get pressure even with plugging in a, a Franklin Myers or a Huff and everything. It might not be the same pressure of a Lawson because he was just, you know, he. I think I saw something today. They said that he was top three in uh, uh, in speed off of the line last year. So you know, you're going to yeah, try and replace push, that. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be hard. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do to scheme out because we all know our weakest position is the corners on that defense. So. Goodness gracious! Yes, it is. There's a lot of questions there. Now, when you look at this offensive side of the ball. What are your thoughts about all these, you know, comments about Makai's struggles, even LaFleur coming out and talking about it? How do you feel about that situation, and how concerned are you going into this football game with him? I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about him. He's still young. You know, he's still learning. He worked through injury last year. He missed games. It's not like he played a full 16 games last year. He got good, you know, a good introduction to the NFL and everything, but – you're always yeah. going to have to grow. And as a lineman, he's in a new scheme, too. You know, he's mm-hmm. just going against Carl Lawson for the past two weeks. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and he was getting he was getting that work. So, I mean, yeah. in all honesty, I, I just think he's going he's gonna to be able to figure it out. And it's like you guys said before, when I watch him on a, a real uh, game, it doesn't look like he's getting beat like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Practice, practice. Practice. We're talking about practice. Come on. <laughs> we ain't no, talking my, about the game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> my final question before I let you before I let you go, uh, Donovan, is when you look at the situation with Zach Wilson, man, what are your expectations out of him in this in this game, man? What are you looking to see? How exactly are you gonna judge him? Um I've been on the fence with Zach Wilson. I was a I'm I'm I don't want to say I was a Sam Darnold enthusiast, but, I mean, I wanted Sam Darnold over Zach Wilson just because of experience alone. And I, even when we drafted him, I was kind of like, eh, I need to see something. And I'm telling you that I know it's a preseason game and everything like that, but that yeah. that, uh, that cut to the um, for the third down to Corey Davis on the out route, yeah. he threw the ball before the man even made a break on the route. Sam Darnold yeah. could never. I I don't want to get too ahead of myself or anything like that. Okay, okay, okay. Talk, talk. Listen, he's he might be a guy. We got to keep him protected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So listen, I would like to see him play a half, but realistically, do you want to see him play a half with the injury bug that we have? Because Elijah Moore is out. Elijah Vera Tucker is out. We yep. have a lot of guys yep. more than just Carl Lawson that's out on injury. I think Mims went out yesterday. But yeah, we'll see if he's you know up, yeah. we, you know it's 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 nasty over here in in, in New York. It's 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 nasty. It's real humid yeah. out here. I know they're in Green Bay, but yeah. if you're gonna come back over here. You're gonna have these guys dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 brought it, Donovan. You know, I, I look at the situation. I just want to see him go out there and play solidly. That's what I want to see. I want to see some growth. You know, if we see him push the football downfield a little bit more, I want to see a little bit more of that. But like you said, I want to see him play solidly, to be concise, and, you know, continue to 
continue to show us all the traits that we heard about. That rocket arm, we saw that in the last game. I just want to see him continue to do the thing and take what the defense gives him. So, listen, Donovan, you've had a fire call tonight, man. Let me go ahead. Let, let, let the audience give him a hand as well, please. Give him a hand as well. Yeah. to recover from what's going on here with Lawson. We're all sad, but Donovan called in with a very solid call. And, you know, Donovan, before I let you go, man, you know the Lakers got Westbrook. What are the Knicks doing? Here we go. No, we just nothing, pulled in huh? Kemba right. and, and Fournier. What do you mean? Oh, we, just, we just pulled in Kemba and Fournier. Oh, you did. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's an upgrade from, from what we had last year. You guys are gonna be the we're about, you guys are gonna be the okay. the wheelchair Lakers out there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, all so them dudes are due for an AARP card soon. Oh, are they? And you know the hand is so heavy because there's so many rings on it, Donovan. You go ahead and you have yourself a good night, all right? You have yourself uh, a good night, my friend. All right. <laughs> yo, talk to you next time, Donovan. <laughs> See you around, man. You have a good one. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I respect everybody, but a little Nick bashing here and there really, you know, picked up my spirits. It picked up my spirits. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great tonight. I bashed a little, the Knicks just a little bit. And then... Listen, if you're ever down, go ahead and bash the Knicks. Speed you right up. Makes you feel good. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. If you're watching the stream, please subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, please give, please do subscribe. If you have not subscribed, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also turn on your notifications so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Please hit the super chat if you can. If you can't hit the super chat, please hit the catch app. It's greatly appreciated whatever you give to the stream. Hmm. Nothing like a little Nick bashing. Just picks me up. So we're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm going to my guy, Joey. I'm going to my guy, Joey. Joey, we got to hear from you, man. Joey, Carl Lawson has gone down, ruptured his Achilles. How are you feeling about this, my friend? I'm feeling like this, baby. Let's go. All gas, no breaks. All right? People are going to be shocked with this team. So get your popcorn ready. That's all I'm saying. Get your popcorn ready. One player doesn't get you to the Super Bowl. Seattle realized that when they got Jamal Adams. They did not go to the Super Bowl, okay? One player doesn't get you there, okay? So as far as Lawson goes, honestly, I think he's injury prone. It's sad to say. So, I mean, does it make you wonder wonder why the Bengals just let him go? He missed. He missed. Uh, uh, he missed some time in college for ACL. He missed time with the uh-huh. Bengals with an ACL, and now this with Achilles. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he ruptured his Achilles, but I think to call him injury prone will be a little bit. This guy is one of the better pass rushers in the league and came after it. Look, I, I understand. Uh, you know, I, I, the, you trying to use Seattle. In the same context as here, listen, one player was not going to win us the Super Bowl, no, but we were excited about building, and he was going to be a big part of that building, right? And, again, if you yep. look at his position, it's far more of greater value than, you know, Jamal Adams as a safety is to Seattle. A pass rusher is what you need in this league to be a winner, okay? If you have a defense that doesn't have a pass rusher on it, it's going to be really tough. I mean, look at us. We've done it for years. We've had defenses that have been decent, right, with no pass rushers, but we've struggled. Look at our look at our issues these last two seasons. We couldn't generate pass rush. You couldn't get after anybody. 
right? That's why we were I, so excited about Carl Lawson. So I, I understand I have, you know, I, you're, you're excited to see the other guys, but I think, you know, we also need to look at the situation and say, hey, this no, was a, not, this was a not, big it's, loss, it's, but this was something that we can build upon too. It's it's not that I'm excited to see the other other guys. I'm I'm excited to see everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah. I, I think he's. I, I unfortunately, I think he's great. But I believe he's never yeah. going to be able to showcase it. It's sad, man. Because look, he had already an ACL on a left and the right knee, and now he has Achilles mm-hmm. out for the season, and the season hasn't even begun. Why yeah. do you think the Bengals just let him go like that? You why did the Bengals? If he was such well, a great player, why didn't the Bengals fight for him and and try to sign him? Well, I mean, they, they did put in an offer, but he didn't sign it. I mean, what, if Corey Davis, you could say the same thing about any free agent that kind of gets away, right? Say the same thing about Listen, Corey Davis. I, Corey Davis is a great wide receiver, and he signed here. Look, I, I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, you know, he signed here. He got away from the Bengals. They didn't offer him as much as we did, and I, and I think, you know, he's here. And he, he was – look at all the things that he was doing in camp, Rusty. Every day we were excited about him. I mean, all, all the things I he was under, doing in camp. I understand every, that. Every, every but do you we realize how many right? – inch- when 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 is he he came into the league in what two thousand eighteen? Think something like that. Okay. Okay. So in college he was injured, ACL, Bengals, ACL, and now Achilles tendon out for the season with the Jets. And it's been that's two thousand eighteen. That's what four years, three injuries where he's out like that. Come on, man. I mean, I I I, I, I listen. I have a story for you. So I work I, I work in New York at, at Dell as IT. This one guy who keeps coming up to me with like he has like issues with his laptop and stuff, and he and then after the third or fourth time he comes up to me he's like oh look I was hanging out with these jet players blah blah this and that, and I'm looking at the pictures and and he's like yeah I'm hanging out with Free McNeil I'm hanging out with Wesley Walker and this guy John Booty I go yeah I remember John Booty, he's like yeah and that's me and he keeps saying every picture that's me that's me and I'm like all right what is he trying to get at. So he finally tells me he's Ozzy Elam. Do you know who Ozzy Elam is? Go ahead. Tell us. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> so he tells me he used to play for the Jets. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? I go, all this time you've been coming to my desk, you see all this Jet stuff, and you never t- told me that you play for the Jets? He goes, I just want to see mm-hmm. if you know who I was. So I was like, all right. Um. What happened? He's like, I, I, he goes, oh well, I was injury prone. I was, I was always injured. He goes, he told me he went to the Redskins. He said that he had a conversation with Joe Gibbs, and Joe Gibbs told him that he could be the next Lawrence Taylor, but he was always injury prone, and that's yeah, look, look. Well, unfortunately, and, and, unfortunately, listen, he's yeah, going listen, to be right, the forgotten yeah. man due to injuries, yeah, well, just like Ozzy Elam. Well. I said, well, I don't, I don't know. Again, we don't know about that. We'll see how he comes back next year. Again, he came into the league, I think, around like 2017. He's done his thing, okay? He's played fairly well. That's why he was one of the exci- guys we were excited about. But now that he's gone, because that's where I want to move to, uh, because, you know, you have your feelings about the, the way you feel about the situation. I think he's a guy we were all excited about and hyped about. Don't you get can go me back wrong. to the show just I, last I, week. I, I had high, I had well, high yeah, hold, on, hold on a second, though, Joey. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on ahead, a second. And again, I, that's where I was about to go, Joey, because just last week you were extremely excited about him. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I've talked to you for these last couple of weeks that we were talking about all the things that he was doing. So a lot of that kind of here saying, again, he I came in 2017. Yeah, he. Okay, yeah, exactly. And he was going to be – supposedly, that's where we were there. He was going to be a big part of that. But now that he's gone, when you look at this situation, 
What exactly are you looking at as the Jets defense and saying, okay, who's the guy that can step up and kind of hold the fort? Who are guys that you're going to be looking at saying, hey, these are some guys that are going to be able to provide some pass rush as well now that Lawson is gone and down for the season? There's a lot of there's a lot of Jets fans stressing out out there. I'm saying ready for these names and get ready and just listen to these names. Bryce Huff, John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Sheldon Rankins, and a shocker, Jonathan Marshall. What just just listen to those names and you're gonna see. That's going to be our pet. I listen. I have all all the confidence in this coaching, in these players, everything. I love this team, and I want to curse just like the guy that called two. Don't two do it. Go. But I know, I yeah, know, I know. Out of okay. respect, okay. out of respect. No, I love okay. you, Joe. Thank you, thank no, I love you. you. Joe. We thank got the you. same thank name. You. We got the same name. Salute. I love you, baby. <laughs> okay, listen. I, I hear you. I'm right there with you. I look at the situation. I'm saying John Franklin Myers Huff. Those are guys that I definitely think is going to be able to step up. Also, Rasheed Jr. might be a guy that can wiggle into a spot on this team as well, yes. too, because yes. he's a guy yes. that's shown yes. some, some, some ability. Yep. So, listen, Joey, i got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You have yourself a good night. All right, no problem, man. Take care. All right, have a good one. Listen, Joey calling in. I understand Jets fans have their different – some Jets fans have different opinions, you know, but I'll tell you what, nobody was talking about any of that stuff when he was wrecking – Every single week. You know, the guy's been in the league since 2017. He's put up some solid, solid, you know, solid, solid tape, man. That's why we were all excited. We finally got a pass rusher. He's gone. And now, you know, different, different people have different things to say. But like you said as well, Jonathan Marshall is a guy I think can, can make some moves. We saw him play some solid drive. John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff. These are guys that are going to have to step up, uh, you know, with these guys being gone. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're going to keep going through these calls again. If you're on the line, please be patient. Lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. So next, we're going to my guy Mickey. Mickey, we're coming directly to you. Listen, Mickey knows his Jets, and he has his take. Um, Mickey, Carl Lawson has gone down, ruptured Achilles. How are you feeling about this situation? You know, I like whenever I call into your show, I like to bring a sense of calm to your show, um, a sense of level-headedness. Um, I know there's a lot of guys that are really charged up, especially guys that are actually in New York and everything. Um, I come from mm-hmm. North Jersey. Um, okay. I just kind of remind. I'm just here really to remind everyone of what team we're supporting here. Um, I know that the off season was kind of spicy and it was really fun. Uh, it was very attractive. It's like hot. It's like dating the hot girl in school for like that first couple of days. It's like, wow, we're the man. Like, this is our girlfriend. And then you start dating her for a while and you find out she's a little annoying. That's basically what it's like being a Jets fan right now. Like, it's great that we got like these good free agents and everything like that, but it's still the New York Jets and Jets things are still going to happen to us. No matter who's the head coach, you know, no matter who's the general manager so I was waiting for a big injury to happen. Unfortunately, it was Carl. I didn't want him to be Carl, but kind of just is what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, Mickey, I want to thank you for calling in. I know there's there's some Jets fans that I've, I've talked to as well that feel I have the same sentiment as you. They're just like, hey, this is this is typical stuff. This is the Jets. Usually, stuff like this happens to us. But when you look at this situation, right? Because now that he's gone, I'm a positive guy. You know, I'm I'm a guy that's constantly looking for positivity. That's just how I am. So I'm looking around, and it sucks to lose him, but I'm looking around right now, and I'm saying, okay, we got guys, John Franklin, Mar- John Franklin Myers, 
you know, we've got guys like, uh, you know, uh, Bryce Huff is here. We got all those guys. Hey, you know, can our coaching staff step up? That's one of the things I'm looking at. I'm saying, hey, can our coaching staff step up? And I think we have guys that can actually coach. We have Sulla. We have Overge. These are guys that can put things together. Do you have faith that they'll be able to adjust their their uh, their system to fit the you know the guys that we have here now that Lawson is gone to continue to make them successful? Uh, yeah, for the first time in two years, I feel like we have a coaching staff that can adjust on the fly, that can take what they're giving and kind of roll with it. Um, I believe Robert is – he's a uh, defensive-minded coach. You with the D.C. for San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah. Or am yeah. I mistaken? Okay, so, yeah, no, yeah this is kind of you – know, all right, yeah. So, like, this is kind of what, you know, they do. You know, when one chip falls, you got to have to – you have to coach around it. And I think this is a really good time for us to actually have a coaching staff that's, you know – um, that kind of knows what to do in that kind of a situation. Um, I'm not sure um, if we have anyone that I think is going to be like that star person to kind of like step up and take Carl's place or whatever. But either way, like with free agency, I didn't think that free agency really solved all the problems we had anyway. We had to really go to the draft. We really had to look at what we had anyway. So Carl was never really – at least to me, like, you know, a get-out-of-jail-free card. I mean, hopefully, you know, these, these younger players will get coached and, you know, we'll see how they play once the season actually starts. Yeah. So my final question before I let you go, Mickey, because you're, you're, you're bringing the heat, man, and I understand your position. I understand you're down is, what are your thoughts about Makai Becton? There's been a lot of talk about his struggles. How are you feeling about him going into this next preseason against the Packers? I feel the same way about Makai as I feel about Zach Wilson. Um, well, other than the fact, I don't think Mekhi Becton's like the popular kid from high school TV shows. I, I don't think that. But they're both relatively young players, and I didn't mm-hmm. expect both of them to come into the game like feet smoking, immediately playing at an all-pro level or whatever. I think, well, especially with Zach, people are kind of, because they've been Jets fans most of their lives, they're seeing his struggles and they're freaking out, but... You know, he had nothing but time in college. He has very little time here in the pros, and he's adjusting to a man's game. He was just playing amongst mm-hmm. boys. So, you know, I think it's a little premature for everyone to start freaking out about Sam being gone when they were just yeah. trashing him for three years. Or, you know, it's, you know, the same thing with Makai. I mean, his, his position isn't as in the spotlight as Zach's, but, you know, it's still – a part of our offense has been a problem for maybe a decade. So, I mean, he yeah. knows how to play the position. Um, I think it's a matter of him being healthy. Um, but yeah. he's, it's not like he can't play the It's one thing to watch him, and he just looks like he has no idea what he's doing. Like, if he looks like me lined up on offensive line, then, yeah, then we can start freaking out. But he, he's a big boy. He knows how to play the position. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. – People, you know, there's not really a story. Let's kind of, you know, let's let's make something up about this or something. It's yeah. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Um, I would right. like to see a, a touchdown from Zach eventually during this uh, preseason, and I kind of wish we had a better veteran behind him other than Josh Josh Jones, Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. I think yeah. it's the one. Yeah, Josh Johnson. Yeah. I, White, there's Josh Johnson, White, and Morgan, yep. So basically, it's just Josh Johnson. That yeah, that's it. Okay. So yeah, I really wish. 
Joe, did you just like make up two names off the fly and tell them to me as other quarterbacks <laughs> no. on the roster? No, no, no. My I, well, I know I'm James a guest Morgan. on your show, but like, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm not making Seriously, that hey, uh, it's, it's Josh Johnson, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., and Ryan Phillippe are uh, the other two quarterbacks. Like, what? Okay, so apparently they just have two other quarterbacks that just yes, happen yes, to have. All right, whatever. All right, then. What page? You're still, man. All right. All right, Mickey, listen, you, you, you brought the heat tonight. You're always an amusing guy to call in, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, all right, Mickey? You as well, man. You as well. Oh, you have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I want to hear from everybody. I know this is a tough time, man. The Jets have lost Carl Lawson. A lot of Jets fans are down, upset. At, you know, another situation where a tough things has happened for the New York Jets. But, you know, we got to push forward. we got to keep going. So I'm going to, you know, keep talking to people tonight. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Also, if you're watching the stream, please subscribe if you have not subscribed. Give the stream a thumbs up. Share the stream as well. And also, you know, if you'd like to, please donate if you can. The, uh, the uh, super chat is there. If you don't want to hit the super chat, please Hit the cash app, which is at the bottom of the screen. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. 347, 347, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on Carl Lawson being down for the season with a ruptured uh, Achilles. How are you feeling about this? Oh, hello. Yeah, Joe. Joe, it's, uh, hey, it's Daniel Roberts. Oh, oh, Daniel Roberts. Yeah, hold it's on, good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm re- <laughs> first-time hold, hold caller, Hold on a second, Joe. Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Dan, hold on, Daniel. Daniel is a savage. Daniel is a savage. Listen to me. Daniel, it's about time that we heard from you, bro. Daniel be yes, savage. Yes. We all know where he be. Daniel will give it to you, all right? Yeah. If you, he, yeah, he brings yeah. the smoke. Now, Daniel, it's good yeah, to hear yeah. from you finally, my man. All right, thank you for calling in. Give me your thoughts on Yo, this situation. Yo, Absolutely. Give me your thoughts on the situation, man. It's a lot well, done for um, you. Yeah. How are you feeling? Well, I'm I'm feeling very low about that. I'm um, you know that that's um, it, it's a big blow. It's a big blow to to all the fan base. Um, mm-hmm. you know Robert Sala. I mean, I'm sure that Robert Sala, you know, he's already trying to figure out a plan. You know, knowing yeah. him, knowing the way he is. And the you know the methodical way that him and Jeff Albright can put things together, I think that he's yeah. already trying to formulate a type of plan, you know, to try to get around that weakness when we lost Carl Lawson, you know, possibly maybe yeah. rotate people, um, put in you yeah. know put in Vinnie Curry, Vinnie Curry when he comes back week two, he's probably going to plug him in there on third down. He was going to do that anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Let, let, you know, Fatukasi in there on third, you know, on on early downs. He'd yeah. probably throw in Zuniga in there every now and then. And Hamakar Rashid, that kid, yeah, I tell sir. you, they shouldn't let that kid go. Don't let that kid go because I think he's going to be something special. I don't know. I, I see something in that kid. He's got fire. He has got fire. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just see, I see him on the field, and he never gives up on a play. He never gives up on a play. 
I um I um I look at something. I look at uh, at another channel on YouTube. I don't know if you know who Joe Blewett is. It's uh mm-hmm. Blewett, yeah. Blewett's Blitz, and he what he does is mm-hmm. he analyzes film, and um mm-hmm. and, and he says that that he feels that Hamakar Rashid, you know, he has he has something about him that it's always a motor that never stops, you know, and yeah. He just he he has something about him that I, I just wish that the Jets could give him a chance to be an edge rusher. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's I could be wrong, but hey, I hope I'm right on this. You know, in this case, I really like that kid a lot, man. Yep. No, listen, Daniel. I mean, you, you're bringing the heat right now. Those are a lot of the names that I brought up tonight as well. Uh, Huff, mm-hmm. John Franklin Myers. Yep. I think are guys that we're gonna see get significant snaps, especially going into the season. Mm-hmm. I think those are the guys we're definitely going to be seeing out there getting a lot of work. And like you said, uh, Rasheed mm-hmm. Jr., Hamlin Carr, Rasheed Jr., we're going to see him out there as well. Now, he's got to make the team, but so far he's looked good. Yeah. Like, I think he had a stack yeah. and a half the last game that we played, and a lot of people were like, whoa, but this kid's been out there. So we're going to see what he brings to us as well. Now, this was my big question, mm-hmm. though, especially with – you know, the pass rushing may be lacking a little bit because loss is not going to be on the field. How much more concerned are you about the secondary now that Lawson has gone down? Because Ooh. the big thing for us was, hey, mm-hmm. since we have Lawson and we have guys that can come in, the you know, our secondary, we're, even though they have question marks, we'll be all right because mm-hmm. the pass rush is going to get to you. Well, now that Lawson is gone, how much more concerned are you about guys like Bless Austin or, or Hall or even, you know, who knows who's going to be our slot corner position? How much more concerned are you about us in coverage? <clears throat> well, let's see. Um, bless Austin. Bless Austin. See, the re- I think the reason why they have Bless Austin out there in the first place is because he has mm-hmm. the most experience out of all of them. Um, you mm-hmm. know, he's entering his third year now, and thankfully he hasn't been hurt like he was in the past because when they drafted him out of college, he had, he had two injuries. He had on both knees. I believe it was two injuries on both knees. And yeah. I didn't even think he would make. I didn't even think he would make the team. I think it's going to be a little yeah. bit tougher on them. They're going to be tested a lot more now without with a little bit less pass rush. They'll they'll mm-hmm. be tested a lot more. They they may have to be forced to mature a little bit a little bit earlier and a little bit quicker than they would have been mm-hmm. otherwise. If if Carl Lawson was here, maybe they would have been able, you know, to maybe to to have a little bit of hand holding. You know, at first, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the yeah. season, especially when, especially when we face like the weaker teams, you know, some of the weaker teams yeah. that may not be as good as us. Like for instance, the yeah. Texans, they're projected to have a very bad year this year, uh, an awful year yeah. this year because they don't even have Deshaun Watson anymore. So nope. you know what I mean? They're just going to have to be forced to step it up a little quicker than they were supposed to. They're going to have to just grow up a little bit faster than they were supposed to. And Gidry, Gidry, I think that he's on the right track, but he just needs more time. He needs more snaps. He needs to learn more. He needs to be able to know how these receivers make cuts. You know, that he needs yeah. to learn all the all these slot receivers that are in the league. Like, how about that guy from the Bills, the um, – what's his name? The guy who came from the Cowboys? I forgot his name. He's a slot receiver. I forget uh, his Cole name. Beasley. He plays for the Bills. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Yeah, I mean that yeah, guy. He was torching. He was torching the Jets in 2019. He was torching the second. Yep. Because yep. part of Him the reason was because they, exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, they have to be able 
to stop people like him because what happens is, is that sometimes Jets cornerbacks, they tend to, you know, they tend to stop the guys that are supposed to, to beat them, and then they forget about the little guy in the slot. And that's yeah. who ends yeah. up torching them in the end. <laughs> like, uh, you, yeah. you remember yeah. what happened? I'm... Remember when the Jets drafted – um. Who, who was it that they drafted? They drafted, I think it was, um, he was um, a guy who used to play for Boise State. I believe it was Kyle Wilson. They did that because yep. because, yeah. um, because because Peyton Manning and, um, and, the guy, and the guy who came from Texas, I forgot what his name was, uh, you know, he torched them that entire, um, you know, championship game, and they couldn't win. They couldn't yeah. get to the Super Bowl. And he... So, so, and Kyle, yeah, Kyle, yeah. he was absolutely, he was completely terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. I remember him being there. Like you said, you know, the Jets, I look at the, the cornerback position now, and I'm just, I'm a little bit more worried than before. But, again, we're still trying uh-huh. to figure things out. Bless Austin has been a big-time concern. Hall, uh, uh-huh. you know, has shown us some things, but we've got to see consistency, I think, a bit more out of him. And then when you go in the slot mm-hmm. corner, it gets really murky. Uh, Michael Carter yep. has looked solid at times in camp. We got to see if he's going to be able to fill the role. It's great that you brought up Guntry as well, but after that, it's big mm-hmm. time question mark. So my final question before I let you go, Daniel, because you've had quite uh-huh. a bit of a call, man, is when you look at this quarterback <laughs> position, you're looking at Zach, you're looking at Zach Wilson right now, man. What exactly are you expecting out of him in this upcoming Packers game with him getting more time out there on the field? Like, what what do you want to see? Do you want to see him push the ball down the field more? You know, or do you have like a a quote on how many yards he should get? Like, how exactly are you judging him? Well, I mean, for the very first play, I have a prediction. I have a really big prediction. Um, it's something that John Elway did in a Super Bowl, in a very ver- very first play in a Super Bowl against the Redskins. Do you know what he did? He went deep. He, mm. caught, a okay. cornerback, he caught a cornerback sleeping, and it was touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I'm not mm-hmm. comparing Zach to John Elway. But, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he should do that one or two times just to see if he can get away with that. Because you know what? I think it was yesterday or the other day in the joint practices, mm-hmm. he was able to find, he was able to find um, you know, Braxton Berrios in the end zone. He, he was able to throw deep mm-hmm. on one of these corners. And yeah. I, don't know who he threw, I don't know who he threw deep on, but I think he should try that again. And um, yeah. that's for the yeah. first play. But then also I do want to see him stretch the field. He was yeah. what he did is he threw a lot of intermediate passes, you know, right down the field, and he was just trying to make his read and feel his way. But also, I noticed too that you know he wanted to he kind of wanted to let loose, Joe. He did, but they mm-hmm. kind of like they didn't let him do it. They didn't let him do it. He really yeah. did want to let loose. I see him doing yeah. that. I see him continuing to give the ball to Ty Johnson giving it to mm-hmm. Michael Carter, letting them have some more experience. And I think it's going to be a combination because I love the, the way they run this offense. They depend yeah. on running. They do the passing, a lot of yards after the catch. And, you know, and if you can get Corey Davis involved, forget about it. You know, you can yeah. – <laughs> that's a wonderful yeah, thing. You, so, listen, you, you're that, talking that talk. That, you, you, you're talking facts. That was one of the things I was looking at as well to see how, especially mm-hmm. with the running game, because the Packers still have some guys that can get after it as far as the pass rush, so I want to mm-hmm. see them utilize mm-hmm. the running game. I think we're going to be a team that's going to run the ball first anyway. I want to see if they're going to be uh-huh. able to run against the Packers. And like you said as well, I want to see Corey Davis involved, because, again, you know, we're, uh, Elijah Moore is going to be gone. We'll see if Mim suits up. It looks like he might not, because he's dealing with a little bit of an injury, oh. whatever that was. 
So we'll see if he if he suits up or not. But yeah, this Jets this Jets offense going forward is gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how they handle the Packers. So listen, Daniel, I gotta get back to these lines, man. This was a phenomenal call from you. Let me go ahead and give you a hand, man. Let me go ahead and give this guy a hand. Give him a hand, studio audience. Yeah. Yeah, not too much to your audience. Y'all getting a little out of hand, all right? Y'all getting a little – I don't pay y'all for all that. I'm not paying y'all extra for all of that, all right? Y'all doing a little bit too much, okay? But salute to you, Daniel. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to get to the rest of these lines. You have yourself a good night, all right? Thank you so much, Joe. And I, and I will be seeing your screen tomorrow when you run the screen tomorrow, if you run the screen tomorrow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be able to, to to run the stream tomorrow. But next time I come on, believe me, I will let you guys know. So you have a good night, all right, Daniel? Thank you so much. Have a good one. <laughs> have a good one. Listen, Daniel calling in with the fire, man. He called in with the fire. I respect that. I respect that. We getting back to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. Call in. We are taking all callers. All right. Salutes. I'm getting next to my guy. This is Monty. I already know it. My alarm is going off. My alarm is going off. Yeah. I already know. I already know. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Let me silence that security. What did do, do, Joey? What did do, Joey? I don't know what you. What's going on? What's going on, Monty? Listen, you already know. Here what we go. Is. You already know. You're not hey. sliding by me again. My security is hey, on hey. point today. Hey, Nar, you gonna need more of the security for me today. You gonna you, you gonna need the, the the CIA, the FBI. You gonna need the Secret Service, everything. Cause yo, Listen, hey, yo, cause we got it. We got into it on Twitter about Jamal Adams after he got paid. So you know, oh, yeah, we gonna, okay, we you know, we got yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you you know how I feel about my boy Jamal. You know, we could definitely mm-hmm. use him right about now. Some players, cause we don't have any okay. players. You know. Okay. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. But we but don't. Yo, but Joe, okay. but Joe, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's, 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 let's get down. Let's get down go to ahead. business. I got. I got a lot to get yeah. off my chest right now. Okay. And uh, I just want to start. You know, with the Carl Lawson uh, injury, man. It's, it was uh, very unfortunate. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the Jets really needed a, a a pass rusher like Carl Lawson. I'm not saying he's. Yep. I don't think he's an elite pass rusher, but. You know, we haven't had anything like Carl Lawson in a very, very long time since I want to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> is it John Abraham? John Abraham, yeah. Anything yep. close? John Abraham. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had uh, anything well, close. remotely close. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about close, but uh, we had Aaron Maben for a little bit. He was providing a little oh, bit Lord. of pass rush, but oh. that's that's about it. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah. That's, that's how far yeah. I can go back. You know, it's, it's been really easy. <laughs> So it you know, it was a it was an unfortunate it was an unfortunate situation. Um I thought uh mm-hmm. the the Jets were a little short on just talent in the first place. Uh and then when yeah. Carl Lawson went down, it was just it was a big blow. I'm not very optimistic about the Jets anyway. Like I haven't been for the last couple years. Uh but you know, because cause, I mean, they can't fool me. I mean, until I see, until I see, you know, progress in uh, actual football, mm-hmm. then you won't be able to fool me. You know, Robert Robert Sala. I mean, you know, he's a he's a he's. I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. A lot of people were excited about him. You know, they see him very fiery on the sidelines, and well, it's just mm-hmm. like 
like do do we know if he's a he's a schemer? Is he a schemer or is he is he a motivator? He is. You know, like no, he is a schemer. He, he's he's a, mo- a dude. We, uh, I'm on the West Coast, Monty. He? I watched him. I watched him coach up a Niners defense that had a bunch of guys that people thought was trash. I watched it. Like I literally am trying to watch them. Everything, dude. There were so many guys. First off, they had a lot of injuries. I'm talking about the backup guys. I'm not talking about like Bosa and all this. No, a lot of those guys. Bosa missed a lot of time. He was injured. They had Blair that was injured. They missed out on Thomas. He, he's a very good defensive lineman. He was injured. They were riddled with injuries along their defense. Riddled with them. They but missed Sherman. They, they had Verrett. They missed a lot of guys, and he was able to scheme up a lot of those second team guys and put them out there, and they were extremely successful within his scheme, bro. You know, you so know listen, why, Joe? Look, because listen, don't listen because to what, San Francisco has a lot of them. talent. That's what that's they they have talent. Those guys, those guys are are are, are decent players. And when you're going, when you're when you're in a defensive line group with Nick Bosa and all those good players, bro, like you have no choice but to get better. And I and, so we, and, and when you're we don't have that sit, talent. You don't think we're no. talented at all? You don't Joe, think Joe, you almost made me curse. Player? You almost made me curse. No, you almost don't, made me curse. No, no, listen, listen. You, you almost not, made me curse. We're like, <laughs> I'm not saying that we're like some playoff team, but I am saying this. We have talent, dude. John Franklin Myers is we talented. Do. Huff is talented. Quentin Williams is talented. I mean, we're not trash. If we were completely trash, you know would play on another you. team, Joe. They they wouldn't play. You don't think Quentin, Quentin Williams, Williams would be a starter on another? Quentin Williams, Quentin Williams, Quentin. Okay, right so Quentin is going into his what third third season, right? So his first season yeah. was a complete wash, and he showed. In second year, he showed flashes. He showed flashes why he was why he was drafted in the uh, with the third overall pick. But hey, did he get any awards? Was what was was he? What what kind of accolades did he win? He just showed that on the Jets on the Jets defense that he he's an actual player. That's not saying much, Joe. We need okay. dominance. We need dominance, okay. and I don't see that. I don't see that from Quinnen. And then Quinnen, and Quinnen is actually he's been hurt the whole off season, so he's gonna he's, it's gonna take a while for him to get be in shape. And it, you know, a lot of Jets fans are gonna be disappointed in Quinnen this year, and I and I can tell you that because I when he got mm. injured, a three hundred pound man who's not able to really you know uh, use his legs and get in shape. You, people are gonna be disappointed. He's gonna have to work his way in shape. Yeah, in, in well, terms of the season, the probably a little bit. You can you can go across the board. Look at our corners. Our corners. But a, a guy like Bless Austin, he is not even supposed to see the field. He wouldn't see the field on any team. But, oh, okay, okay. Put it like this. Put it like this. We'll just so stand the division, Joe. We'll just stand the division. Bless Austin is our number one corner, right? Let's just stand yeah, in the yeah. division. Will he? Would he play in the, with the Patriots? No. No, probably not as a number one. What do you play with the – Listen, but, but corner – yes, we all know Monty, cornerback is one of the biggest question marks on this football team. We all think our cornerback situation is suspect. That's nothing. But that's not the only thing on defense. We're talking about guys that we have up front. I understand that you you know, you know, think the team is complete trash. I, I get your standpoint. I understand it. But I'm saying that there's guys that can step up. Quentin Williams, yes, he's coming back from injury. But he's a guy that once I think gets rolling, he's going to be solid. We also got guys like Fadu Kasi, who is a very good defensive lineman, right? We have guys. Vinny Curry's going to come back in the second week. We got Huff. We got John Franklin Myers. We got guys. We also got C.J. Mosley. Gerard Davis, we got Hamza Nezruddin, and we do have a solid coach in Robert Sola that I think is going to be able to scheme things up because we saw him do that and be efficient at it with the Niners. That was one of the big selling points of him coming here. So, hold on, Mark. You How, said when you we, said when one we hired Sola. Oh, hold on, when we hired Sola, when we hired him, how many players came out 
and, and absolutely raved about the hiring that were not on this football team. He's a good guy. Guys were talking He's a good about guy. From, uh, yeah. Not just a good guy talking about his coaching ability. So I, I think you have to – I understand, you know, you the way you feel about the team is the way you feel about the team, but you have to look at that, all right? I, I think that we'll be okay, Monty. I don't, I don't think we'll necessarily – you know, of course, having Lawson out there would be amazing, but I think we got some guys that can hold the fort, and I think we have a coach that's going to be able to scheme up and, and make things happen out there. I truly, truly do, Monty. So, you know, with the key word that you said, Joe, you said yeah. you were naming all of those players. The key word that you said was – can yeah. no yeah. you don't know if they will step up. But we that's need what, guys that's what who, the season is we about, need Monty. solid guys. You need to know what you're getting out of players. And when you go down right. the Jets roster, you don't know what you're getting from each and every player. I don't know if I can just put I don't know if I can just put Bless Austin out there and just say, I know he he's 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 gonna bring it on Sunday. I know I don't I, I I don't know that from Bless Austin. I don't know that from from Quentin Williams. Oh yeah, Quentin Williams. He's the guy. I know what he's gonna do this week. I don't know. Yeah, but we the got Jets are so Monty, inconsistent. Again, but that's what it's about, though, Monty. It's about giving them this year and figure out what's going on. That's why we're gonna play this this season. That's why they're going out there. So we're gonna figure out this year who's gonna work out and who's not. But just dumping on them saying one in hey, sixteen, Joe. Talent, that's not true. Wow. Okay. One in sixteen, Joe. <laughs> One in sixteen, Joe. I mean, like I'm, 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 I'm not that real with you. One in sixteen, Joe. Wow. That that's what this All roster. Right, this, this roster is absolute garbage. Damn. From the running six from the receivers, from the receivers to the running backs. I mean, the I, receivers. I, 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 I wasn't a fan. I wasn't. The receivers. The receivers are trash we have a bunch of we have a bunch of number twos and number threes. We don't have a guy. Oh my. Uh, we don't have a guy. Eli- Elijah Moore had a good Elijah Elijah Moore and Denzel Mims, they're all trash. Our, our entire receiving core is trash. The offense is trash. Everybody's trash. All, in our division, trash. just in offense our division, Joe, in our too. division, what would you rank? What would you rank our receiving core in our trash? in our division? It's one of the better wide receiver cores in our division, dude. It's one of the better. Right, I'm not going to say we're the right best, on. but. I don't I, listen. I, listen, I'm telling you right now, we're we're one of the best. We're one of the best. I think the Bills have a great wide receiver core as well with Diggs. Listen, <laughs> we're one of the best. Come on, come on, come on. We don't come have on. a Diggs. Listen, Monty. Listen, Monty. It, it, but we're still we're figuring things out. We got more time. We're a rebuilding team, Monty. That's what this season is about, bro. Okay. How many years? How many years that, are we gonna rebuild? Joe, 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 Monty, can I say something? We're rebuilding quick? the right way. Go ahead. This is. I'll give you the last word before I let you go. Go this, ahead. This, and this, and this, and this is what I have to say. You know, I'm just. You know, I, I know we go back and forth about the Jamal Jamal Adam thing a lot, and yeah. Uh, yeah, you do. know, I, I I feel like I feel like Jamal I feel like Jamal Adams was a was a was a really good player. He's a guy who you know you're gonna get every Sunday. But my problem is with, is with Joe Douglas. He he okay. got hired three years ago, and I feel like he just sat on his hands a lot and just let things play out. So for my first example with Adam Gase, he knew Adam Gase wasn't the guy. That second year, that second year, it's having Adam Gase as our co- head coach set us back years. The next thing, Jamal Adams. If you're gonna trade him, you should have traded him before the draft. You know. And, and, and accelerated the process. Now we have to wait. We have to wait two or three years to figure out what 
what we're going to get in the draft. And he just set us back. He just sits on his hands and just waits things out. It's like, dude, you gotta, make, right. you gotta make some moves. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something. All right, Monty. Again, this is this is. It's always great to speak to you, but you know, at the end of the day, what I think. Stop. <laughs> you are always great. It's always good to speak to you, Monty. Thank you for calling. It's all you love, Joe. Tonight. It's all love, man. It's all love, shout Monty. I can't savages, wait to hear from man. you next shout time. Out, shout out to the savage. <laughs> Salute, you know, Monty. We, we... <laughs> Listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, call in. We are talking to everyone. Salute to Monty. All right, I know savages are going off on Monty right now. That's what they do. We're going to keep getting to these lines. We've got a little bit of time left in the show. I respect Monty. We go back and forth all the time. Monty got some tough takes on these Jets, man. He got some tough takes. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. I'm going to my guy, Mac, next really quickly. Mac, salutes to you. I'm going to thank you for calling in tonight. Mac, how are you feeling about these Jets now that Carl Lawson has ruptured his Achilles? What are your thoughts on the situation? Wait, hold on, Joe. Did you say Aaron Maben? He's one step above Vernon Golson, man. He had six steps. <laughs> that, 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 that was a long time. He asked me what the pass rushes were. You know, you watched the games, Mac. That was, we, he was close. He was the closest we had to actual pass rusher in years. When Rex brought in Aaron Maben, right, he was sending him around, and Aaron was making plays here and there. That's what he was doing. Outside of that, you got John Abraham. Had, outside of that, it was nothing else, man. But what are your thoughts about Carl? He had six. Ruptured Achilles, done for the season. He had six. He had six sacks and got put on a train after two years. Um, <laughs> Joe, man, my heart, my heart hurts as a Jet fan with lost Carl Lawson, and Nikki yeah. and Monty have been looking around the house for a bottle of harmful pills. Um, oh. I've been doing this Jets. I've been doing this Jets thing since the late seventies. These guys are pulling mm-hmm. me down. They're not going to dampen my enthusiasm for this team and our future. Mm-hmm. D line yep. is our deepest position. We are going to wear yeah. people out. Send wave after wave. And my dark horse guy is Jonathan Marshall. He's the only mm-hmm. player drafted from Arkansas. Are you kidding me? That's an SEC team with a lot of homegrown talent. Um, yeah. We're going to wear teams down come third, fourth quarter, man. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, what's going to help Zach, Joe? We're going to run the ball like the Jets, like the Jets, like the Jets traditionally have. We're going to run the ball. And Zach yeah. will be able to play off that. He's got a live yeah. arm. He looks, he looked good in that first preseason game. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wasn't all in on Zach, but I think we're going to be fine, bro. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm looking at I'm looking to see Zach, especially in this upcoming preseason game, really put things together, and uh, you know, just look confident out there. But my last question before I let you go, because the lines are hot, is what are your thoughts about all this talk about Makai Beckton, man? Even with Lafleur coming out saying he's struggling a little bit, are you confident in Makai going into this next game, especially, or just going into the season? Where are your thoughts about as to the point? You know, I, I read a couple articles. The, the O line struggling a little bit. I mean, is is Elijah Vera Tucker even out there yet? No, he's not out there. I yet. mean, he's still I, dealing with that package. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to take a little time, but we we need we need that man back. I mean, he. Uh, I'm super excited about that kid, and it's going yeah. it's going to take a little time. We got back to school, yeah. young player. He'll be he'll be okay, but it's just not yeah. that killed early on. All right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Mac, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was phenomenal to speak to you, man. I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, all right? Take care, Joe. Bye.
have a good one. Listen, Matt calling in. Matt is a, a heck of a Jets fan as well. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are just saying, hey, let's sit back and see what happens with Makai. So we're going to continue with these lines. I'm going to uh, my guy, 845, 845. I'm coming directly to you very quickly. Salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Quickly, give me your thoughts about Carl Lawson and him going down with this ruptured Achilles. How are you feeling about it, man? 845? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was me. Yeah, that's you. Come on. Yeah, Carl Lawson, ruptured Achilles, done for a season. How are you feeling about it? Really quickly. It's a tra- it was a tragedy, man. I, honestly, I, I wish the man the best. I, I hope he gets healthy soon. Um, but I, I, we talked before. You know, I, I don't think this is a playoff year for us. So I wasn't. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm disappointed. Very, very much. I was curious. I wanted to see him perform. I uh, really wanted mm-hmm. to see to development this year. But uh, unfortunately, we won't be able to see that this year. Uh, he's still on our roster, so we're going to see him next year. Uh, unfortunately, it's like. Yeah. I think we spent with us, like it happened to see with CJ, but um, I want Jets fans just to hold up some faith, you know, because I know it's tough. I know we want it, but this is a brand new regime, brand new scheme, and everything. Um, it wasn't going to be this year that we were going to succeed and you know go have a deep playoff front. I don't believe, but I think that we're we're still in the right, moving in the right direction, and we shouldn't get negative just because we had an injury. You know, it's part of the game. Absolutely. Now, quickly, this is my last question before I let you go. What are your expectations out of Zach Wilson in this upcoming football game? Oh, I think he, I think he's doing well. You know, I think Zach, honestly, he showed poise last weekend. Uh, it's still preseason, obviously, so we'll see how he can just build upon what he's learned so far, and then moving towards the actual, um, moving towards you know, the actual season. So Zach, I, I, I have the you know highest expectations for him. Um, but we'll hopefully get some more time um, and more more drives. So I want to see, you know, if he, if he can get any big plays, great, you know. But I want him to just stay yeah. plays and uh, he'll want to. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Listen, this has been a jam-packed show, jam, jam-packed, all right? We're going to have to shut the show down now. It's been crazy. Again, I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. This is tough, especially with Lawson going down. Oh, we'll see what happens, man. I'm looking at the situation myself, and I understand Lawson going down sucks, but we got some guys that I think are going to be able to step up in the meantime. Huff, uh, John Franklin Myers, we talked about getting Quillian Williams back into the fold as well. Fadu Kasi, uh, Hamlin Carver C. Jr., Hamza Nezrodine. These are all guys that, you know, we can bring that can, that can provide pressure for us. And also C.J. Mosley as well. They might see, see him used in unique ways too. Maybe we start blitzing up the middle, sending him all kind of places, stuff like that. We get a little exotic with the blitzes, different things that we can have going on. So there's a lot to discuss, man, a lot to discuss there. Offensively against these Packers, I want to see uh, a guy like, um, you know, Zach Wilson have a solid day. I want to see him be effective. I want to see him do his thing. So, man, there's a lot to talk about with these Jets, a lot to hope. I'm just hoping we go into this Packers game, uh, come out healthy, and have everything be good. So, I'm going to take the final caller for tonight. I think we're going to go to Maxwell. This is my guy, Maxwell. We're coming to you really quickly, Maxwell, before we shut down the show. Maxwell, give me your thoughts about Carl Lawson rupturing his Achilles and being out for the season. How are you feeling about it? I mean, it sucks, but I think I expected it because Carl Lawson's not his first time he ever got injured. In 2018, he got, he got ruptures in Achilles in, like, week five, I believe. Yeah. 
And then I believe that yeah. Robert Sala is like a really good defensive coach. Look at last year, like with the 49ers, the dude had a lot of injuries. Yep. I mean, if yep. you don't just suck, he's like one of the best top pass rushers. Quentin Williams is really good. And I think he can bring Fadakasi or uh, one of the um, players. He can, because you know what, what happens is play against like second, third stringers. And the, got the yep. previous guy said, oh, there's no hope. But I think Fadakasi or one of those other Jets defensive ends can be pretty good. They can, he can, they can get, like, a lot of pressure. I mean, yep. look at what he did in San Francisco against second and third stringers. Nick Bosa, Solomon mm-hmm. Thomas, they're out, but they're pretty good. And I have hope for the Jets. I think they're still going 7-10. and 10. I think our offense is good yep. with Elijah Moore. I think he's a really good sleeper. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm right there with you, Maxwell. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night. It was great to hear from Maxwell. So now we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Listen, I want to, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love thinking about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. All right. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will troll you right back, baby. All right? And I live under that bridge with my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, okay? I can't wait for him to come back from that pectoral injury. He's going to absolutely beast people this season. The show's page as well is the Long Beach Joe. Long Beach Joe, go ahead there and follow. You know, we can go back and forth. I talk to everybody about everything. Talk to me. I'll talk back. I'm also on YouTube as well. That's where I live stream the show at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Give my videos a thumbs up. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues. I will troll you right back as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will absolutely cost you nothing, especially in times like this. Carl Lawson going down. It's tough for Jets fans, but we got to stick together, all right? I want to thank you folks for listening and watching. Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show, all right? Listen, you folks have a good one. Peace.